listening to the Ramon Foster Show, starring Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yes, he can start anywhere right now. He can date your oldest daughter, okay? He can go get a free meal. He can even wear his own jersey and not be corny right now. He can do those things. Welcome to the show, Kenny Pickett. Uh, what, you know what's funny? Last night I tweeted something out about the Pirates beating the Cardinals across yeah. the river here at PNC Park. And the first reply under it on Twitter was just this dude sending this picture of Kenny that said QB1. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, he, he, he uh, plays he plays hockey too now and baseball. I, I think have he, no doubt. I think he swung at PNC Park last night. Homer too. No question about that. Moan, what, what's the – you've worked – with a young, very good quarterback, although Ben was established by the time yeah. you came along. Um, what's he have to do? What's Kenny have to do? It, going into yeah. – and I just want to focus on Buffalo because that's all they should be focused on yeah. here. What does he have to do? Don't worry about the Bills. Just what's yeah. he have to do? Oh, that's that's a good question, DK. And I say that like you don't ask good questions. But um, he got to let this team – he got to let these coaches support him. He can do hero-like things, making great passes, using his legs when he has to, uh, knowing the playbook. If you got a deep ball, dropping it in the front right shirt pocket, but he doesn't have to be the hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, both of those things can be the same. If he's getting outside of his box as far as him being comfortable, as far as him uh, feeling like he got to go win the game himself – then I think that's where that unnecessary pressure come from. I think that's where those unnecessary expectations of what a rookie quarterback is supposed to be. He's not going to be Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be Ben Roethlisberger. Hell, he's already lost his first game. We can just go ahead and check that one off, okay? We're good. <laughs> Am I right? Like, I think people were – if that may have been the best thing to happen to him, DK, was him not winning that game. Because if that was the case – Pittsburgh, the Yenzers, the City, everybody was going to the Super Bowl based off of a win with the Jets. I think you bring him back. You reset him and tell him, Kenny, it was good. I appreciate it. Just let us help you also. That could be the best possible thing he could do for himself and his career. I love the personal checklist off of that, too, because if you think about it, uh, other than running out of the tunnel, yeah. Other than running out of the tunnel, he he crossed everything off the list. He yep. got the he got the two touchdowns. He got in mm -hmm. there. He spiked the ball. He went to the crowd like this. Yeah. Uh, he made his voice heard in the huddle as the quarterback. Mm -hmm. He threw the picks. He yeah. threw one that he'd love to have back. Uh, he also stood in there, took a hit, laughed at the dude who hit him. Everything was like this, check, 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 yep. other than playing in somebody else's stadium, yep. which, again, you've, you've, you've been around this kid. You know his personality. This is, It's yeah. all like this, man. It is. And you think he's going to be shaking coming out of there, you know, at, 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 in, in Orchard Park? No, I, I don't see that being the case, man, because one of the best things you can say about a player in a locker room around his teammates is he's just a dude. You know what I'm saying, DK? He's just a guy. Those guys right there succeed because then their teammates recognize, man, he's the bleeping quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If he just does half, halfway decent, he can be on his way to a half a billion dollars. And he's just like me. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not See, for long. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you get it. Like as far as I always tell people, you fly high but never above people. If Kenny does that, he's going to get the best out of Deontay, out of Chase, out of George Pickens, out of Pat, out of Najee, out of his offensive line. I, I was watching the Monday night game, and I saw uh, Aaron Donald come through scotch-free on that broadcast. And in the background, I heard Jimmy Garoppolo say, hey, let it go. We got third down coming up. And you know what happened? They end up converting the next third down because Jimmy G let them know, no, it's okay. Everybody messes up. That's where Kenny Pickett has to be as a pro. That's where he has to like fly high by accepting, look, I am the quarterback. I'm the first rounder. I'm the new guy in this new stadium as far as his name, Akershore. Like, follow me and I got y'all. If he, DK, listen to me in his first, how many more games we got left? 13 games left. He yep. can be in a position to where he really builds a base and a platform for himself to succeed, not just this year, some, but down the line. And yes, there are going to be some growing pains. Accept that. Don't act like the world is ending, man. For any new starter, I would tell them that whether they're playing OL, cornerback, or quarterback, look, man, this is a hard league. They're going to find you out. Don't be Superman. Do Superman-like things and then go back to the huddle. Talk about flying with people as opposed to above them. Do you remember the name Tyler Vaughns? He was the wide receiver who, yeah, mm-hmm. who made those big yeah. catches at the end of those preseason games. Yeah. Something huh. that, you know, I make a mental note of when somebody says something, it's different points, thinking, boy, that might come back to mean something. Yeah. And here's the first time I'm bringing this one back. When Kenny was referencing, because he was the one that threw the pass to Tyler Vaughns that won that preseason game. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just a simple. Like, it was a curl pattern on the right sideline. Yeah, and Vaughn's made a guy miss, and then he ran into the end zone. You know, way to go. You won the preseason game. Okay, but Kenny goes, whenever this this came up and he was asked about his pass, he said, hey, listen, he goes, credit TV, because that's just the kind of play that – that's the kind of play that you expect TV to make. And I'm thinking – how do you even know who this guy is? <laughs> you know. How do you even know that this person doesn't even exist? He's like the thirteenth guy down on the wide receiver depth yeah. chart, and and here you are saying that's the kind of play that you. But you know what that tells me? Two things: one, he has respect; he's not flying yep. above, like you said. But two, he actually did work with yes. the guy yes, in man. Latrobe. He did work. He put in the time yep. with him. Mm-hmm. And, and what's so cool about it, though, too, DK, is like I've been around people that's played around some of these other good dynamic quarterbacks in this league. OK, Patrick Mahomes being a guy, Lamar Jackson, his teammates love him. Speaking to Alejandro, Al, Al was like, man, do you love Lamar? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, Lamar just seems like, you know, a stand. he's like, you would love Lamar. OK, Josh Allen's another guy. I know people that's been close to him. You love him. Now, I'm not comparing him to them. But then there's the other side where it gets real spotchy, like a Kyler Murray type. You know what I'm saying? Like you have those types of dudes where it's just like, well, he's not like them, and that's why the rumors are always floating around them. When you have those guys like Lamar, look at that offense they're running. Look at Josh. Look at Patrick. His guys sell out and go hard for him, right? Mute it. You're muted, DK. I love what you're saying, but you're muted right now. I'm not muted. <laughs> You yeah. caught me. You caught I did. Me. I caught you. I caught you. <laughs> we have buses going by out here. That's why I do that. Oh, oh there's no problem. No problem. Yeah. No, you, you hear them now? Buses? Look, buses. You're, I'll show you buses. You're, you're like a good offensive coordinator. You got to adjust on the fly. You know, when we come back, we're going to dedicate an entire segment, not to this silliness, but to the thing you were just talking about. 
Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. You know, everyone can say we're going to play the same way in front of every quarterback, and they all do, okay? That, that, that doesn't change anything. You have to look in the mirror, and you have to whatever, okay? So Kenny comes into the game, and he hands off to Najee, and Najee busts one off for like 20 yards or something, right? And I'm joking with someone in the press box next to me, and I go, boy, I'll bet Mitch loved that one. Okay, but help me. (laughs) But you guys, and especially you guys up front, feed off the quarterback, and you feed off the need to protect that quarterback because you believe it. No, take it from here because I don't want to. You're the guy that was out there Uh, 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 again. So I can give you a multitude of just scenarios where that comes into play, man. Um, The games where Ben goes out and he has to go to the tunnel. I don't know if he did it on purpose. I don't think so. Because most of the time he had issues going on as far as him being hurt and stuff, right? But with that being said, though, DK, he come back out. And we see him with a little bit of a limp. We see him just like, and he looked at he being in the huddle, fixing his gloves and looking up. was like, all right, guys, you got me. Like, I'm a little dinged up. Carry me. And from that point on, I looked to Pounce and I looked to, I looked to Al and it would just collectively just be frigging transformers, right? Just do, 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 do. <laughs> like, it would be that, okay? Uh, uh, another situation, I always bring this up because it's, it's, it's like that, but like Duck, like Devlin Hodges. Like oh, when he, that's so good, yeah. He, going on the road, like there's so much against us. We're playing against a future Hall of Fame and Philip Rivers. We got to go to the West Coast. All these issues about, uh, oh, we 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 can't win on the West Coast. And high we school got stadium, yeah. prime time. Yeah, we we got a Friday Night Lights quarterback. Okay, we got Devlin Hodges as our guy. From that point on, it was like, all right, f everybody in this stadium, which it was mostly our fans anyway. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> it was like. Let's go. Let's friggin' go. And, and and then we come together. We win it. I give you another one in San Diego, too. Michael Vick. You remember when he came into the San I Diego do. game? I do. And That's a different kind of blocking, but yeah. Yeah, it, it was. But the collective mindset of everybody, including the running backs, the wide receivers, even though they didn't necessarily, you know, weren't used to a left-handed ball coming in from the catching them, like everybody locked in to make sure that we took care of that guy. When you have that type of guy or you're in a situation where his back's against the wall and the head honcho is out or there's a new guy coming in, it was the same way with Charlie, too. Like, you don't want to be the reason. And I think it's probably selfishly on the rest of the team, too, if I can just be real. We don't want to say, well, we're not winning because he's not in. Like, I think this group now is saying we're going to win because Kenny is in. Oh, I want to take this further. Here's where. Here's where. This team has a lot of players underperforming on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, they do. Not just Mitch Trubisky, okay? Mitch is the one that pays the price. And not that Mitch didn't have it coming, but Chase Claypool, zero catches. Deontay Johnson, two catches against the Jets. Okay, uh, Najee ran well in the first half, still could have hit more holes. Okay, offensive line was better, still not where they want to be. Okay, Mm Fryermuth way more involved. Actually, I don't have a butt for that one. Well, other than that, I mean, he could have made some miraculous catch there at the end or whatever. Okay. Right, right. But now, Moan, yeah. where'd the excuses go? They're out. They, don't, they could get away with not being very yeah. good and yeah. not have anybody's. Now, every time something yeah. goes wrong, 
believe you me, it is not going to be Kenny's fault. Uh, well, and see, I kind of said that a little bit earlier. I tweeted that out. Um, you know, as far as, all right, guys, y'all got the guy. I said, now, when Kenny has his ups and his downs and he, you know, there are some learning curves and there are some bad plays here and there, I was like, you still got to love on him because he's your guy now. If you're having a bad game as a wide receiver, then guess what? You can't say, well, Mitch was throwing me the ball. No, Kenny is in. He's your guy. Deion said, I mean, Chase. Make I'm some sorry. plays. Yeah. That's a play you got to have. Why were your hands like this when you're catching the ball? That's on you. When the offense, when it comes down to protecting them, you can't say, well, it ain't Mitch. In. Well, it ain't Kenny in. It's just Mitch. I can give up a sack to him. No, this dude is your franchise guy for as far as we know. Coach has stamped it. Everybody, you showed me something last game that you're willing to go fight for this guy. So you up front, you five guys, you tight in, three wides, running back and a fullback if we have one too. This is on the rest of y'all because that's what I said earlier in the first segment. Kenny's got to honestly rely on them to carry him a little bit too. They can't expect him to go in and be a Hall of Famer just right now. Like if it's a touch catch, you still got to make it. If it's a hard block, you still got to grind through that. Got to run the ball. That's the other part you can't yeah. leave out of this. And and by the way, well, memo to Matt Canada, it's okay to do that in the fourth quarter too. Najee <laughs> – Najee was running five yards a clip. Yeah, yeah. You know how many how many times he touched the ball in the fourth quarter, Bone? Not many. Two. Not many. And, and you're Two. right, though, DK. There has to be because the nerves was out of the Jets game by the time Kenny came in, right? Mm-hmm. All he had to do was get the crowd to be quiet when he got on the center. Actually, now, you know who was doing that? The offensive linemen were doing that. They get I thought it. that they was actually like, kind of cool. They were like, <laughs> hey, this is neat and all, but shut up, okay? We got to make some calls here. (laughs) But with that being said, though, like the the punch was done in the Jets game when he came in. Like so running, establishing the line of scrimmage has to be key every single week for a while. Plus, it helps them up front also. But the more he get comfortable with being mobile around the pocket and having some assistance, a good game for for Kenny Pickett should be about 215 touchdown, no turnovers. That sounds about right. I'd, I'd throw a couple touchdowns in there. Well, know? what I'm saying is if you're supported by the run game, then you're okay with that. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, you had, yeah you'd have Najee punching those in instead of Kenny. Yeah, there, there we go. Like, I'm okay with him getting multiple. He can get one on the ground again for all I care. Protect your shoulders. But what I'm saying is 220, a touchdown or two, supported by a good run game and the defense doing their end. Like, that's a real good, solid weekend for a guy like Kenny Pickett each week. No, no question about that. When we come back, the only segment that matters. They move. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. It's the Hey Moan segment, which is brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where it's all about quality. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and appetizer gets made with fresh ingredients and always tastes amazing. Order your favorites at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. And we have a twofer here from BP from Wilkinsburg who says... Hey, Moan, I got two for the price of one with the weekly, number one, with the weekly defensive line rushing problems. Why is Isaiah Loudermilk not getting a hat? And two, 
Why are the Steelers offensive linemen so often penalized for being downfield on passing plays? Yes, that's good. Take your pick uh, there from BP. There we go. Um, louder milk, man, has to be something that comes down to practice. It yeah. has to come down to fit. Um, you'd be surprised what you see in practice and what decisions are made when it comes down to um, who's up and who's down. You got to think, 53-man roster, 46 guys. You'd love to have a guy like Loudermilk up, but this team thrives off linebackers and DBs right now as far as extra bodies, right? Like, that's just the way the Steelers have already operated. Having a D lineman on the field that can't really play special teams, you're invaluable. Like, you're a valuable asset to the team still, but I got 46 to pick from. And on top of that, I got a kicker, I got a punter, I got a snapper, I also got to contribute to. So you got 43. And then you got the 22 starters, and from there you got special teams guys. I'll tell you this. Coach Danny Smith ain't going to allow his numbers to be plucked just because we want an extra D lineman out there. It's it's a lot of business that goes into those type of decisions. And I'll be honest, Coach Danny Smith has a whole lot of stock in those kind of decision-making items too because if Loudermilk can't run down on punt, kickoff return, punt block, and all those types of things, DK, kickoff return, then what is what, what is his value on game day? You know this one, DK. Oh, I, I know. It's it's – it's enormous. Now, uh, you know, Coach Smith obviously doesn't get the final call, but no. as you said, uh, it's not. It, let's just say that Mike Tomlin doesn't often put up much of an argument whenever <laughs> whenever Smith says, hey, how am I supposed to do this or do that or block right. this kick or block their, or, or cover kickoffs? Um, no. You know, yeah, Loudermilk is not that guy. So no. what would have to happen is Loudermilk would have to come in and yeah. play instead of Chris Wormley. He's not just going to be somebody who suits up, but actually, Moan, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, exactly. And the other part of it is, too, there's a young rookie that's playing really well right now. I know his name's not like lighting up the stat line, but DeMarvin Leal. Yes, he is. You're seeing 98 flash a lot on film, mm-hmm. man. You, I, I catch my time. I was like, who is that again? Because I'm used to seeing <laughs> Vinny be that guy, and of course, Casey Hampton. But I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's who that is. Like, He's there and he's gaining a whole lot of reps and just you, you, what am I supposed to do? Not have this young stud who is young, very young, and also has a whole lot of talent. Watch that grow. Now, what about these O linemen being downfield? How first of all, how does that happen? Like, because you've you've been called for it too. How does it happen? Man down. <laughs> yeah, you're Listen. not you're not down there going, hey see, Ben, I'm open. See, this is what happens. Everybody sees a big guy downfield and they're wondering to themselves, how are, how are you that fast to get down there? That was the real question. It wasn't why. It's like, well, how are you that fast to get downfield? You don't Athletic. think offensive linemen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't think offensive linemen can get down the field? But what it is though is. RPOs, like you get the run in the huddle, and there's a keyword or there's a signal that the quarterback will give to the wide receiver, to the tight end, or to the running back, whoever's lined up. Sometimes we offensive players, we don't even know. You know how many times I have been blocking one, two, three, four, and I hear, <sighs> that's because Ben has checked down the heat. Yeah. Like there, and there you're are like, certain- oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're trying to shrink. Those are RPOs or the quarterback. I have hot routes. There's built in like a play is devised sometimes four different ways. 
you get the run, you get the check, you get the check down, and you also get a check out of it. Like, there's so much that goes into a play. And if a quarterback sees something on that pool sometimes, too, and I guarantee, I, I can't guarantee you this, but I'd also be, I'd almost be in a position where I'm, I'm sure Najee really grabs onto the ball when he clinches it down, and the quarterback really got to drag that ball out of his pocket to throw that pass. As an offensive lineman, I'm thinking, run. If I expect you to throw the ball, then we're going to get blown up for TFL. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of this is, well, same stuff we've been talking about. It's it's about communication. It's about it getting is. to know everything. Uh, I That said, just to chime in my own couple cents on this one, BP, O-line. You know, Kenny Pickett was the one who said it on Sunday. He said they've actually become – he didn't say actually. They've become the leaders on our team. They've become our strongest component. Wow. From where this was a month ago, right? You know what's crazy? Most coaches would uh, would, would value that more if that happened. You want to know why? The biggest group in numbers, the biggest group in size, the loudest voices most times, and I think most people view OL as a humble group in which you can just – they're everybody's friend. So if they're leading the charge, meaning they've got the most physical position each and every week, then everybody else got to take that ride with them. Wow, you got you got me ready to play, Moan. Hey, that hey, was that was actually bottle, really good there. Bottle this up and go sell it to your friends when Kenny comes back into Acre. Sure, <laughs> we'll sell we'll sell it to those Bills Mafia weirdos, jumping, falling on tables and stuff. Let's do Mustard it again tomorrow. Faces. <laughs> let's let's do it again tomorrow, Moan. Let's do it again. I'm with it, DK. Oh.